magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome to the Touch Arcade Show, episode number 563. What's right? 563. Sure. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, what's going on today, Eli? I'm currently existing in a level of misery that's hard hard to fully describe. So you went playing in Poison Ivy. Well, so we were... I was talking about this with Lindsay. So we also have this plant here called the Virginia creeper. Okay. Uh, so I've, I've only like said so I'm a Midwestern boy and uh, grew up knowing to avoid like poison oak and poison ivy. Right. Like mm-hmm. I, I know what both those plants look like. Like, so the Virginia creeper apparently has like very similar, uh, like you get a similar reaction compared to like poison ivy, but it's got, mm-hmm. It grows in this like big long vine that has five serrated leaves instead of three, right? So I've always mm-hmm. been like specifically looking for like those like the the pair leaves of or the, three. Let it be. Yeah, no, exactly. So I guess the uh, the saying you need to learn is leaves of three, leave them be. Leaves of five, you will wish you weren't alive. I guess <laughs> that's catchy. Yeah, because like I think what happened is I think. Uh, so like our neighbors, we have like this like brambly area between me and like the the neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I was on my lawnmower and like at this time of year, like it all just like it just grows into our grass, right? Mm-hmm. And what I should do is get my weed whacker out and like trim it all back, right? But I'm too lazy for that. So I just like mm-hmm. take my lawnmower and I would just kind of like push it away from me as I was going. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like, I think I got it on my hand, which like, I've Ooh. got like all kinds of stuff in between my fingers. And then I think Ooh. like not knowing I just like scratched my ear and like, you know, like anything else that you touch, which uh, hasn't been many great. things multiple times a day. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I cut the grass and came inside and washed my hands, you know, so it was just like, right. I guess I'm happy I didn't touch my face more. If yeah. Else. Or like, so. I mean. Those oils like soak in, so sometimes hand washing won't even do it. But if you yeah. did like touch your face right away, it's probably would be much worse. Yeah. And so, I, I want, I feel like we had, didn't this happen to you like a year ago or something too? Didn't I've gotten really... into poison ivy definitely down here, you know, like accidentally, yeah. but like, uh, and that's honestly what has made me like extremely aware of it or anything mm-hmm. else. But this mm-hmm. Virginia creeper plant, uh, I didn't even really know about until. I was complaining to Lindsay about like, I don't know how I got into fucking poison ivy. I'm so careful. And she's like, well, we have this mm-hmm. thing called Virginia creeper too. And I was like, oh, well, that would have been good to know. It would been yeah. good to know that our, we apparently just have like uh, the brambles from Sleeping Beauty on the uh, edge of our property, except instead of spikes, it's just like uh, rash causing plants, which arguably mm. is even worse. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I probably shared this before, but when I was in like middle school, we lived in a pretty woodsy area, lots and lots of oak trees and ravines and things like that. And giant boulders just everywhere. Mm. And um, so it was awesome as a kid, we'd go play, climb rocks, like everything. But we, there's poison, poison oak everywhere. I don't think we have poison ivy in California, but um, poison oak just everywhere. And I'm not kidding, like every other week I would get it. And there was one specific time I got it and I had to miss like two weeks of school because it was so bad. It was just all over everything and just like inflamed and oozing and just the worst thing ever. But I got really used to getting it and you kind of know the routine or whatever. But I've definitely had it like in my eyes, like my eyes Uh, swell shut and oh, yeah. Like, so the worst spots for me are like, I have it in between, like, I don't know if you can say I have it in between all of my fingers, which really uh-huh. sucks. That's a particularly on my like dominant hand. It's awful. Uh-huh. And then I think I like reached down and like scratched like the, uh, I don't know, whatever you call like your, your knee armpit, whatever the word for that. The backside. Oh, yeah. that's the worst. Cause that's like a sweaty area. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh. 
it's like and then i think i like scratched my side or like something or mm -hmm. maybe the plant like like brushed me against the side or something but like yeah. uh, like every everywhere that i move i have mm -hmm. it so yeah. it's like i it's awful i and like i don't know it drives me nuts about like this kind of stuff is i feel like i've bought like every stupid remedy that people have suggested mm -hmm. and like they all just do nothing you kind of just have to ride it out do you take an oatmeal bath <laughs> that doesn't work um yeah I've, I've tried everything too and it's like mild remedy at best like nothing really makes it go away you just have to wait and not itch it because that yeah. my problem was like itch it and then you open the oils up and then you scratch somewhere else and you you basically just spread it all over your body yeah but um yeah <clears throat> i uh that that back of knee pit is my least favorite place to get sunburned because i always oh, forget yeah like when you're putting sunblock on that you kind of miss that spot or it rubs off a lot just because you bend your knees a lot and i've been sunburned back there before and that is like miserable i, I imagine it's similar having some rash yeah. back there i would describe it as not great that's for sure yeah. so yeah i guess lesson learned uh never leave your house uh that's a good tip yeah i like that one uh also the... you're this is you're paying a lazy tax for not just weed whacking your oh i know foliage i know oh well it's okay oh, well, it is well what it is. anything positive going on in your life right now well so uh baldur's gate three is now mm -hmm. the number two highest rated pc game of all time on metacritic wow um so Baldur's like all the other baldur's gate games are out on mobile right like baldur's gate 2 mm. i think has come out a couple different times are. right yeah yeah um I was I've just never ever been able to get into those games. Like I, I think too. that they um and man, I've tried on the iPad one. Um mm -hmm. I don't remember the most recent, I think it was like the Icewind Dale game. I don't know, like the one mm -hmm. that people are mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, the other ones are real complicated, but like this is the one you want to start on. Yeah. Like <laughs> and it's still <laughs> yeah, it's still yeah. like it's just like, like one of these games where it felt like I was spending like forever doing nothing. Um yeah. And eventually just like, yeah, I don't know. This just isn't for me, even though I've heard nothing but good things about it. But yeah. it seems like Baldur's Gate 3, um, I don't know. It's like just Is this accessible. the one idiots can play? I don't know if it's like something that idiots can play or if it's like just if they've like made it just accessible enough. And I'm like, oh, OK, I, I like get this now. I like mm -hmm. I underst understand because like it's based on. I believe it's based on the fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons rules, mm -hmm. which um, has just gone a long way to kind of like simplify how Dungeons and Dragons just in general works. Mm -hmm. And I, I wouldn't surprise me if like that's kind of like the cause of this game feeling so much more accessible because the rule set that is based on has intentionally become uh, more accessible. But I don't know. It's hard for me to like really speak with authority on like previous games because like I, mm. I've only ever really been able to get a few hours into them and just kind of like got bored and was yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. This isn't yeah. isn't my thing. But yeah, the third one, outstanding. Uh, really good. Do you just play it on your PC or you play yeah, it on the Steam Deck I at all? Believe, uh, well, so I downloaded it on the Steam Deck. But the, the problem is, um, I, I and I don't know if this is just because it seems like this happens all the time with the steam deck where like a game will come out and kind of run shitty on the steam deck like basically mm -hmm. like the launch day game and yeah. then they'll have like an update to like uh whatever the the vulcan stuff or the you know the the mm -hmm. stuff that makes it run in linux where it's like oh mm -hmm. yeah updates mm -hmm. the new firmware and now all of a sudden the game runs really good mm -hmm. so i think we're in that gray area with this now but um mm. the kind of bigger problem is that it's um it seems like it's a real keyboard and mouse game mm -hmm. um in that you know you've got an action bar that's got just tons of shit on it mm -hmm. um and then they kind of translate that to sort of like a rotary wheel selection kind of thing mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. works but it's just i don't know it, i think my my i'd be curious to see how i felt about this if i had started playing on a steam deck because mm -hmm, I got mm -hmm. like like 10 hours into it on my PC and then I was like, I'm kind of tired of sitting here. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. Well, I was like, I'm kind of tired of sitting here. I'm going to give it a go on the Steam Deck. And yeah. then I was like, mm, I don't know, this like works, but it's just kind of like yeah. Yeah. clunkier than I kind of wish it was, I guess. Yeah. 
but I'm sure if I just sat down and gave it a you know a little bit, I would be like, oh, okay, like these are the, the skills I use. It's I select yeah. quickly, like that kind of stuff. I've had I had similar experiences with Stardew Valley. Like I played that on Switch like crazy, hmm. and it's pretty clunky with controls. Yeah, and it's a similar like menu heavy kind of thing. And um, but you you play it enough, you get really good at like knowing exactly the button. Yeah, it, it feels yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, you kind of get and, like and that then muscle. Stardew Valley came out on on mobile and i was like oh touchscreen that's perfect because you're mm -hmm. like choosing stuff all the time and it's like couldn't do it because i was too wired the other way oh, i couldn't like relearn touch controls even though it was probably easier see i i really liked what they did with the mobile version of that because like the automatic tool switching was such a game changer but my problem mm -hmm. more was just that like uh it's like man i've played you know 100 plus hours of stardew valley on the switch Mm -hmm. I can't bring my save. I, I don't know if it's different now, but I couldn't bring my save game over. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I don't know. It's it's it it always kind of like just kills me when it's like I have so much progress over here, but mm -hmm. I want to play over here, and I, I just know. like don't have it in me to like redo what amounts to like months of playtime on yeah. something, you know. And people are like, oh, yeah. we'll just play a different like you know different farm locale or whatever, like play like an island farm instead of a. That's hard when yeah, you're like already know. really deep into something, just like start over. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I it's been long enough that I I heavily played that game that I wouldn't mind starting over now. I've thought about it a few times and then I don't know. Then now I'm like, yeah. do I play the mobile version again or do I play it on the Steam Deck? Because I think I have it on Steam now. So I guess it would be worth looking into like whether or not they kind of backported that automatic tool selection to other platforms because it seemed like yeah. the reaction to that originally it was like oh damn like why didn't this game have this like yeah from the get-go yeah this is so much better than constantly needing to be noodling between like okay yeah. i got my axe, axe out now now i need to yeah, yeah. <laughs> hit hit like yeah. left trigger three times switch over to my shovel yeah. or you know yeah, like, yeah. whatever else right yeah but it is crazy how wired that can get to your brain all those processes where you're just like boom 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 yeah. and doing a million crazy complicated things um but yeah i i i would like to replay that game i had actually a similar thing happen with dismantle too which we both played i think you played on steam deck right or something yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. i i got sucked into that game on mobile and played it crazy amount um with my backbone controller and so kind of the only way i knew how to play it was with the buttons um and then there was a few times where I like would jump in to play it, but didn't have my controller on me and was just like, it's basically the same, but I just can't. Right. Like it just mm -hmm. didn't feel right. I was used to the triggers and uh, I, I don't know. I just couldn't could never do it. So it's funny how those things work, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, I, I think that was actually you mentioned a pretty decent time to go back to Stardew Valley because I mm -hmm. kind of I don't remember what stopping point i hit with that game but i definitely never beat yeah. it but i hit a point where it was like my farm was so advanced that mm -hmm. like upgrades were few and far between i think i just kind of lost interest as a result maybe i don't I, know i beat all the story stuff with the grandpa or whatever and you like i don't know meet his ghost to the end or something like that i don't know spoiler maybe but mm -hmm. and then there was like um I remember getting like a greenhouse where you could like grow crazy stuff no matter what season it was or something like that. Yes. And yeah, then it just yeah. got into the whole like brain worm of like, let me min max and collect everything or whatever. Oh, yeah, I think and that's, I think exactly... that's when I kind of petered out. Yeah, I think that's when I got bored, too, because like the the cyclical seasonal nature of that, it was always like, mm -hmm. oh, shit, OK, I got to like go mm -hmm. real hard because like falls over in a couple days mm -hmm. and like I re need mm -hmm. to really maximize what I'm doing. Then once you got the greenhouse, it's just like, oh, okay, well, yeah. Particularly like <laughs> yeah. when you could look up like, you know, some weirdo that put an infinite amount of time in that was like, this is the yeah. ideal greenhouse layout, right? Okay, well, yeah, I um, definitely um had more to do, but not much. It was all very much like way late game. Yeah, don't have to do it type stuff. But um, I don't know. It would be fun to go back. I that was a game that I almost restarted because I wish I had done things differently after i came to grips with all the stuff hmm. but i never did but now it's been long enough that it, i probably have feel the same way i'd start a new game and still i mean 10 hours start, and be like oh, i want to restart you could start a co-op game play with your kid maybe that might be cool oh yeah i i didn't even think about that yeah he might be into that yeah he's not so good with control and stuff himself but he's real good at watching and pointing things out 
And actually, I mean, I think you could probably like give him stuff to do, you know, be like, okay, like, do you like a six by six or I don't know, it'd be too complicated, but just like, you know, chop down every tree or or something like that, you know, like, well, he just, he has problems. Like I give him controllers to do stuff. Like he was for a while trying to play animal crossing and stuff. Hmm. And something doesn't click between like his two hands doing different things with the controller. So he'd like, move but couldn't like hit an action button at the same time or he'd like bang away at an action button but couldn't move at the same time and i guess that's just like i take for granted that i I don't know i was playing atari and nes games very very young like three years old so yes i don't know when i picked it up i'm sure i sucked at that in the beginning too i just don't remember it but for me it's always never been an issue it just feels normal yeah but for him i think it's uh there's a learning curve or something weird but um but anyway, on that topic, uh, update on my Zelda Skyward Sword playthrough, um, which I'm still, <laughs> I did that thing. This isn't like a surprise because it's a very typical Zelda thing, but I did that thing where like Zelda games sometimes feel like an entire game happens before the game starts, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're playing and you're doing these quests and the world opens up and you go fight these bosses and you collect these things and you, you feel like, oh man, I'm really like ripping through this game or whatever. And then you like get to a certain point where it's like, okay, like you've unlocked the ability to go do all this other stuff now. Like yeah, basically yeah. this was just a very, very long, like preemptive quest to get actually like the real quest started or whatever. And, um, so I'm kind of at that point now where I already was like pretty impressed, like, man, this is a really like big, robust game, like whatever. But now so many more things have like opened up and um, they have some really clever ways of like making you go back through areas and do things again. And um, yeah, I was just like, holy crap. Like, I don't I don't think there's like a game percentage marker in that game, or at least I haven't seen one. I think there's but like I would a- have thought like I'm more than half done. But I bet you I'm more like 25% done or something. Well, but but I think that the way their like percentage counter thing works is based on like everything that you can collect. Yeah. Right. And that (laughs) includes like every shrine, uh, every photo you can take, every Korok you can find and stuff. And it was just like, right. I feel like that's the way that. Well, that's well, you're talking about like Tears of the Kingdom, right? I'm talking about Skyward Sword. Remember, oh, I went back oh, to play yeah, yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, 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 okay. And um, yeah, t- it's funny because I haven't. I was m- daily playing Tears of the Kingdom, and then I I thought it was too much for the kiddo because he was getting kind of scared at some of the stuff. So we we backed up and played Link's Awakening remake. Played through the whole thing and beat it. Had a great time. And then it was like I don't know what to play next. And then we we decided on Skyward Sword because I had it and I'd never played it originally. So it was totally new Zelda to me, which was cool. Um. And I think I mentioned this the last time I talked about it, but there's it's very, very, very much a prequel to Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Like more things happen where you're just like, oh, my God, this makes so much sense that what's happening is like oh, the yeah. very, very beginning. It it almost feels like I'm playing the game that they talk about in like the cutscene lore parts of like the Breath of the oh, Wild yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, um, that's cool. Which, yeah, it's it's like fun because I can't imagine... I, I guess if you played it when it came out, you wouldn't know any of this stuff. And then people that did play it, though, probably realized this back when Breath of the Wild came out or whatever. But for me, playing those games first and then coming back to this one totally fresh has been really cool because it's just been like like playing a cool prequel where, you know, all the stuff that happens later and putting those pieces together and being like, OK, like this makes sense. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's a super fun game. Like I. Uh, I don't love some of the control stuff because they had to map all the motion control things to the right analog stick and i think yeah good job for the most part but i wish um, that that game would have been made in an era where motion control gimmicks weren't like the name of the game right not even just like a feature of a game like this game is built around this entirely yeah um so i've had a lot of tricky parts like um you get a whip at a certain point and you can like whip and grab onto things and then yank back and like pull them out and there's like a boss but that's probably that designed has... for you to be like that yeah with like the whip and then right. pull it back on like the wee nunchuck or yeah and so you so there's a part where you're fighting a boss where you essentially have to switch between your whip and your sword like he he, he gets down for a minute you whip out 
pull one of his arms off and then switch back to your sword and beat him up while he's down. And so it's a lot of switching. And then after you switch, you have to like flick the right stick just right to like shoot your whip out. Mm. And it was like complicated to do it quickly enough to like attack him while he was vulnerable because it was a really brief window. And that was the part where I got most frustrated where I was just like, oh my God, like I, I'm, he's beating me up. I'm losing hearts and I shouldn't be because I'm just like fumbling so hard that I'm missing my opportunities. Yeah. Um, but that said, like I still beat that boss first try. I haven't had to replay a boss yet. I don't think. And like I've died very few times. I don't think it's a super difficult game overall anyway. Um, but it's a really well, it fun it, one. Really it like it. Wonder if they like tuned the overall difficulty down based on like the lack of the actual like real original control scheme, maybe. I wouldn't be totally surprised if that was the case, because otherwise it might be just too annoying. But um as it is, it's it's pretty doable. And for the most part, like things you have to do um work out well with the right stick. You just kind of learn how to do it. But um I will say that this has definitely given me I guess a better appreciation for linear Zelda games where um, ever since like the moment Breath of the Wild came out, I was like enamored favorite game of all time, probably still um, Tears of the Kingdom is like more of that. You know what I mean? And I, and I remember thinking a lot like, oh, this is Zelda from now on. Like it'll you know what I mean? Yeah, um, this is so much better. This big open world. Do what you want. And that's great. But also going back to this game, that's a more traditional linear Zelda game uh i miss it like i like it and then i'm i'm it makes me think like okay so how do they get out of this open world thing like i i guess they can just do whatever they want but is the next mainline zelda going to be an open world game or is it going to be a game like this or is like a linear zelda now going to be like a save for like a spin-off style game or something like that yeah I don't know, a it's side hard. story zelda it's hard to imagine them going back to kind of like that um like a Link's Awakening style Zelda is like, this is the mm -hmm. next big Zelda kind of thing. Like I could definitely see, I mean, I don't know. It's hard for the, I guess hard to imagine them not releasing a Zelda and having it being a big deal. Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, and, that's, but, that's what I'm thinking is like, I, it, it'd be like, I don't know. You couldn't release a GTA. That's not an open world game really. Right. Like it would be weird, but unless it was a spinoff or something, I guess, yeah, but yeah, it made more sense when it was like, when there was a dedicated Nintendo handheld and they had a console too, you could always be like, okay, like these more traditional Zeldas could be handheld games or, or whatever. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Um, and that's not really the case anymore. So I don't know. I'm curious to see what they're going to do next, but I hope that doesn't mean that a Zelda like this isn't ever going to come out again. Um, Cause I just like it. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. nice to not. Uh, I don't know, dude, like it's every time they release, uh, you know, uh, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, it's like these games just do better and better year over year. And I know. I know. Like it rated so highly. It'd be, I feel like. And I'm sure be... Skyward Sword sold like shit. Probably. <laughs> so... Probably, <laughs> probably it originally would... and the remake, though. So. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if, um, you know, they just keep kind of doing the whole open world thing. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm not mad we'll at that, too. But in my mind, it kind of feels like two different games. Um, especially playing like two more traditional ones back to back. And then I'm like thinking, okay, after we beat this, like, where do I go from here? Cause I probably would have, uh, I Twilight Princess is on switch, right? HD. I don't Pretty think so. I don't think they've really set one yet. I could be wrong. Um, if that's not there, then we go to all the way to wind waker, I think. Right. Yeah. So, and that's not on switch yet, which I wish that it was. That's one of my favorite Zelda's of all time, but um, I feel and like even like that one was trending towards this kind of open worldy kind of stuff too. Is the thing I know? when that first came out, I used to just geek out on sailing the open seas. It mm -hmm. felt so big and open, even though there wasn't really much out there. Like you'd occasionally like randomly come across a treasure chest or an enemy yeah, yeah, or yeah. some little fort or something. Um, very much same vibes as like Breath of the Wild stuff, where you come across something cool out in the open. Um, but also it was just like a lot of nothing too. And a lot of like sailing somewhere forever and nothing happening. So, yeah. <clears throat> but I, I haven't, I haven't replayed. I didn't have a Wii U and I didn't replay the HD re-release, um, which is something I probably could do on my steam deck, but I haven't got around to messing with it, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I haven't played wind waker since it was on the GameCube, and I've been wanting to replay it. So I I'm sure that's in the pocket for Nintendo. They're going to re-release that. 
at some point on Switch. It makes sense to as like a, a holdover Zelda game. And if they haven't done Twilight Princess, then that's another one that they have in pocket that they can just be like, here's a HD re-release of these games. Um, because I'm sure a new proper, proper Zelda at least five years away, right? I mean, I would think they just released Tears of the Kingdom. And that was originally I, supposed to be like a year or two project that took however long, six or something. So yeah, I uh I don't know. I think the next Zelda is gonna be on the next Switch. Like I don't, you know, and, and probably years off, like yeah. you're saying, who knows? Oh, I think but, for sure on the next Switch, but not like I don't think a launch title, because I don't think they'll push a new switch out that far. The um I've seen um or I'm sorry the I, it would be very Nintendo-y to continue doing kind of Link's Awakening style re-releases though. I mean like I could see mm-hmm. a um like Link to the Past re-release mm-hmm. would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um it kind of seems like we're uh due for you know, some more effort to go into a re-release of like Ocarina of Time or mm-hmm. any of those. I mean, because like, you know, those are such good Zelda games, but like even the, um, I think they got a little bit of love on the 3DS, right? It wasn't a straight port, wasn't they, it? Um, they were like resed up re-releases with a few changes and stuff like that. Yeah. They're like probably better than trying to play the original. Like if you had to go back and play one, the 3DS ones are the better versions, but um, not like a full-blown remake like the Link's awakening one but yeah i do love i would love them to do that like kind of like what they're doing with mario rpg right now like a, yes. a full remake like that but with ocarina of time and majora's mask at the same time or something yeah because i mean those games are rough to try to play now like yeah. they they just i mean i don't know they just look bad you know like <laughs> and, and and the the problem is like the, you know they're of that era of like early 3d games that just like really have not aged well you know, no, like just the, really low res background yeah, textures and low stuff res like that. everything. Like, you know, like really, I can hang with some chunky polygons, but not really like the really low res, fuzzy, gross. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, yeah, because that's after we beat this, that's where that's the only place I think we can go is all the way back to the Ocarina because those are on Switch. Um, unless I want to finagle like hooking my Steam Deck up to the TV or something, but um. I don't know. Hopefully this game will get us through until I figure something out. But or I've been trying to tell them like, hey, you know, there's like 30 Mario games we could be playing, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that you would also like. But yeah, yeah. I um, I, I would love a it's hard. Link to the Past it would be a hard one to remake because it's super beloved. But um, I would be down if they remade it in the style of Link Between Worlds or even remade them as like a dual release with those graphics from the 3ds game oh yeah okay because that was like link to the past but like better graphics like 3d yeah, basically yeah, yeah um and just not really mess with too much else i mean that's which i guess what they did that's with... what they did with links awakening yeah. right like they didn't really yeah. mess with the game itself at all yeah i don't know it wouldn't surprise me i mean this is a, it's a obvious nintendo cash in that i wouldn't uh wouldn't I, if they away by if they could like tune up that engine for Link's Awakening um, remake and just stick those other 2D top-down old Zelda games in there, like do the Oracle games, do the Minish Cab, do yeah, like everything. Yeah, yeah. I would no, be 100%. super down for that. Yeah, um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, have you fucked with um, this uh, Blizzard game that's soft launch now? Uh, the Arclight? Or it's just well, called Warcraft they, Rumble? Yeah, now. I think they renamed it to Warcraft Rumble. Yeah. Man, I'm like super interested in this because of the single player content, um, mm. because that was that kind of turned out to be my favorite thing about Hearthstone. Mm. Um, and then they kind of quit doing it. So, yeah, um, I downloaded it and went through some tutorial stuff and it's just not my kind of game. So I sort of like don't know that I'll go back to it. But, but would you say it's more it seems kinda, very well made? Is it more tower defensey or is it more? um <sighs> It's kind like of like MOBA. MOBA. Like... Yeah, like you deploy units to battle other units that are coming at you. It's not like you have a lot of stationary towers that you set up for like a line of mobs that are coming through. Um, so you're sort of doing like battle with similar sort of like troops from the other side. Like that's what makes it feel more like a MOBA. 
but it is kind of you're not like directly controlling anything really you're just controlling what units you deploy into the field um based on like your the ones you have and stuff yeah, it guess. it does feel tower defense. It's it's definitely like a blend. And then yeah. you can like capture towers out in the field um and take them over and then you're ultimately trying to like beat the boss at the other side or whatever. But um yeah, I don't I know. Mean, that's it, um it that's how Clash cool. Royale worked and that you just like summon your dudes and they just do Yeah. Like this seems I'm... like a Blizzard Clash Royale more than anything else. That pro that makes sense. Yeah. I would say that's accurate. Um and I like I liked like the visual style and stuff like that. I don't have any really Warcraft. I never played or anything like that. So I don't have any like strong feelings yeah. about character designs or anything like that. But I do love um, I ever since they first announced this, I love the premise of it is that this is like a this is like a game like in a bar inside the Warcraft Warcraft world. I mean, that was like that's how have these little mini figures. And yeah. They, yeah, I get Hearthstone's the same way. Yeah, like you would a card game you'd play at a pub or whatever. And this is kind of like the same thing. Like you have your collection of minifigures and then you battle somebody else at the bar on this little tabletop game or whatever. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I also think if, if this released in the the heyday of the Skylanders era, it would be like ripe for releasing little oh, yeah. Warcraft figures, which would be pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, it, it looks dead. It looks really neat. And I really like like i mean i enjoy the warcraft ip i guess and mm -hmm. the idea of like collecting the heroes seems cool uh did you download the soft launch version from anywhere no i just i just like can't decide if i want to like i don't know it's it's always like uh, uh, juggling multiple app store accounts fucking sucks no it does i well um it's not so bad anymore because when you get updates now for the most part um, it'll just update along with everything else. Oh, you don't um, have to do anything without else? requiring you to switch accounts or put in a password. Mm -hmm. Occasionally, it'll be like, okay. "Hey, what's the password of this account?" But for the most part, it just does it. And um, I want to say, I posted about this, and they said it was only in the Philippines. But then on their Twitter, they were like, "Philippines, Canada, Australia, like all the other ones where like lots of people have like a Canadian account or whatever." Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, I, when I fired it up, it was like, um, do you want to sign into Battle.net or do you want to start or do you want to play as a guest? And it says below, like you can connect your Battle.net account whenever you want. And I think they mentioned the progress will carry over. So, oh, um, really? Well, OK. Yeah. So, so then... I, I started as a guest because I was like, I don't want to get, you know, if I don't like this or I don't want to keep the progress or something like that. But um knowing that you could sign into battle.net later and sync everything up um so i don't know we're checking out i wonder if they're going to reset progress based on i don't remember what they said i feel like they mentioned because like they did not reset progress with um uh marvel Jeez. snap and that created kind of a weird dichotomy of like people that have been basically it's like the game launched but there are people that have already been playing it for like four months you know mm -hmm. um all right I'm yes. i i feel like they said it somewhere maybe it was on their twitter or their blog or something um about progress carrying over but i don't want to say that and be wrong um let's see is this it ah hmm trying to think if i want to right, i'm i'm gonna create a fucking canada app store thing i guess while we're sitting here and just you don't um, already have a canada no i uh i'll send you a, mine if you want oh okay yeah that's easier then i think it's um i actually i haven't had to make an itunes account for another region in a long time but i think it's trickier than it used to be i think yeah because like now I'm looking at this. It wants to verify a phone number with a text message or a phone call. Yeah, I don't remember. All mine have been made for years and years. So it's like um, I just sign in and it's fine. Usually sometimes it'll be like verify well, this or do you have it's to usually through email? Do you have to sign out with your existing iCloud account now? Uh, in order, in not iCloud, just the app store as far as I know. Hmm. Go to the app store and tap your 
profile pick and then scroll all the way down and you can sign out and then you can sign in as anyone. And if it's a different region account, it just switches you to that app store. Um, let me see. But anyway, I, yeah, I did play it for a little bit just to check it out, mostly just to see if it was um, region locked, which it's not. It let me yeah. do whatever. Um, I don't know. It seems cool. It's just not my type of game, I guess. Yeah, um, I, I can't um, find anything about the progress transferring. So I hope maybe I'm just making that up. It wouldn't um, surprise me if they reset everyone when the beta's over. It might Although, even have said... maybe not though, because like, so here's here's the weird thing with the app store now. It's right. It's like so, if you are if you're a Canadian playing this game, like it's just out for you, right? Like there's no right. Hey, right. you're playing a beta or yeah, you don't you know, want to screw like over those people. So yeah, it's I mean imagine working around the messaging of like hey uh, you download this thing from your normal app store it looked like a normal game and everything we guess what we're resetting it because we were launching it in the united states oh okay so here you go that this screen flashes the first thing when you fire it up it says thanks for playing currently in a technical testing phase and as such there might be a loose cog or two in the machine progress from the te tech test will persist going forward uh that to me sounds like your progress is going to keep going when it launches so yeah text me your canadian app store let me make sure it is actually in canada otherwise Logan. i'll send you my oh it's not it says i don't it know is. what they're talking about on their twitter You're... listen on toucharcade.com it says it's available in canada so <laughs> on their twitter they have a map of everywhere where let's they see that it's launched but I, I, it might be a this slow hmm. might be a slow rollout type thing i'll give you my you can have my philippines account too there's no money on any of these so whatever uh, ignore gonna... all of the uh anime porn games that oh, i downloaded on these nice please um yeah that's but anyway good. yeah it's cool I, I i'm curious for you to uh check it out too because you play these types of games oh, more so here's what's interesting it would not <laughs> allow me to create a plus address like you've sent me here either oh really yeah it's like get the fuck out of here with that oh interesting so um for anybody who doesn't know like gmail has a feature where you can essentially make alternate email addresses just by adding a plus and whatever you want after your normal email handle um and so back in the day i mean soft lunches used to be a lot bigger deal for us um to like take video of on touch arcade or you know post about or play them or whatever um, so I have like a dozen iTunes accounts in different regions where games would get soft launched. And, um, and so when I made all these things, um, I originally did it where it was like my email address plus PH for the Philippine store plus CA for the Canadian store plus, you know, whatever for whatever store, just to be able to keep like the same general email and all the emails right. from what's this the, will go to the, the same inbox. Code? going to a phone oh. number ending in two five. Oh, okay nine three eight nine 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 there you go listeners there's my Man. secret code that Man. expires in five minutes um oh phil pines cool name <laughs> yeah. my yeah my made-up name account name for the philippines account is phil pines <laughs> clever guy oh i get it i was like I, Philippines, Philippines. Huh? I, huh? I get it. The funny thing is, though, like all these different accounts somewhere have three question things, security questions, which I don't have that info anywhere. I would have to blind guess or just I, a lot of them were made when Brad was around. So the answers to everything might just be your mom. Oh, yeah, that was I remember that like needing to recover like one of the main touch arcade accounts. And I, I was like asking everyone, like, <laughs> uh, did you put these? did you answer these questions because i sure as shit didn't and uh yeah. and then like i ended up asking brad who's like i don't know maybe like uh try this and it's like i don't it's like it was like your mom eli's yeah, mom, your mom, is mom fat like or something stupid like that is the <laughs> yeah yeah I, Good old brad okay i am downloading the game all right, and then it's going to download a bunch of crap while you watch a video. Oh, perfect. I love that. I love downloading <laughs> crap. Anyway, yeah, curious to hear your take on it because you know more about Warcraft stuff. And Yeah, I've know... been looking for like a new kind of like default time waster because like mm -hmm. I keep like going dipping in and out of Marvel Snap and I'm just kind of like mm -hmm. over that game. 
Yeah, I don't play it, that anymore. It keeps getting me back with like every like I'll buy the battle pass and then like be like, oh fuck, I gotta like play this dumb thing to like otherwise I'm like yeah. wasting my money on this battle pass. Um, um but they recently changed how you get cards in the game and it's just like sucks now. Like mm-hmm. you basically like don't get cards anymore. Oh, really? Um, my recommendations for you is um a game our game of the week two weeks ago i think uh stone story did you check this out at all mm-hmm. it's like the game with like the assy graphics or whatever i don't think so look it up don't download it under philippines on accident um i'm i'm logged in on my battle net or, oh did you sign up okay rock and roll here nice <clears throat> i assume i don't need to watch this video for anything important i, I think oh this is just the same trailer. as the trailer yeah 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 the little um, arcade machine in the bar that we were talking about. Yeah. Is it downloading stuff in the background? I think it's I was assume, doing that. I assume so. Yeah. Um I've been playing uh Ridiculous Fishing EX a lot too. Yeah. Um still playing that. And uh gosh, that game really forgot how much I loved that game. It's like once you get into the loop of like getting a new upgrade or wanting to get a new upgrade or wanting to get enough money for something. But then something I didn't really realize when it first came out um, is that you can unlock this pro tour mode. Have you played this game much at all? The new? No, I didn't need to, but you should play it. It's like the pro tour is so cool. It's like um, it's almost like like they didn't touch the original Ridiculous Fishing campaign. They just remade it. And then they were like, what if we can make our own version of this game? How would we do it? And so it has like um, there's like it's like a monthly seasonal thing or something like that. I don't know how long it, go, it goes for, but um, you like fish and then the fish that you catch um, stay gone. And then oh, you really? only have, um, you have limited ammo to blast them out of the air and stuff like that. And there's a whole new set of things to buy and upgrade. It's almost like a, a new game plus that takes place on the side. Like you don't have to beat the game first for it. And um, it's just really interesting, those factors of like having limited fish and limited shots, like really change how you want to play. Um, and it like forces you to like want to do really good. And there's like a whole competitive aspect with like a leaderboards and things like that, too. And because it's like all seasonal, you know, things will like reset. But um, I don't know. I just thought it was really cool when I when I first unlocked it. I was like, what is this pro tour thing? And then I started playing it. I was like. Well, this is like a whole other game. Like I was just excited to replay the original stuff, but this is like really good. Different fish, different like fishopedia stuff. Like it's just crazy. It's like an entire second. It's like a sequel built into the original remake. Um, but anyway, I can't recommend Rick- Ridiculous Fishing EX enough if you have Apple Arcade. Um, that's when I've been trying to play a lot more. And then, um, yeah. I, so I'm in. I'm in the first map now. Okay. <laughs> it's a very very clash royale mm-hmm. yeah 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 that's a better comparison i think than um moba or or tower defense although it does kind of feel like those things too um what else have i been playing let's see the um the rock paper scissors systems i guess in this is kind of interesting that like range takes down flying flying takes down land based and land based guys take out range guys mm. um but I guess, is that just the three categories of dudes or? You know, I don't remember and I didn't get far enough to really understand it enough to comment. Yeah, <laughs> You're on your own. I was just like pretty instantly turned off by this type of game for whatever oh, reason. This, I mean, I, I like the I like the Warcraft universe enough that I, like I didn't really that. like Clash Royale either. So if that tells you anything, I got really um, into Clash Royale for a little while and then kind of like um i don't know i don't remember why i kind of got bored of it but it was it seemed like an an immense upgrade treadmill i think maybe and i just kind of like yeah always feeling like i was losing because i wasn't upgraded or something yeah i don't remember yeah um so yeah i know you're busy with this but extremely download stone story too um and then uh i also was gonna say i haven't played this yet and i'm guessing you haven't either um, the Hello Kitty game on Apple Arcade is apparently amazing. It's like full blown Animal Crossing and then some. I've heard and, this. Uh, yeah, like I've been meaning to like play it, but I kind of wanted to like 
I don't know, set aside enough time to actually pay attention to it. And I just haven't had it. But uh, everyone was like very obsessed with it, at least for the first few weeks it was out or whatever. Um, I think people are still playing it too. And it seems like they have stuff. They're updating it with new things or whatever. So it'll be kind of interesting because I know there was like probably a solid six, nine months, maybe a year that people were all into Animal Crossing. Part of that was pandemic related, but also um, I, there was definitely a point where I think people petered out on the Animal Crossing. But well, um, I think I think it just went through the curve, the typical Animal Crossing curve, right? Where it's yeah. like, OK, yeah. I've upgraded everything I reasonably can. And now I owe Tom yeah. Nook like $10 million. And yeah, this is just going to take me forever to get done. And uh, I'm going to go do something else. At least that's yeah. that's like the story of every single time I play Animal Crossing. Like I, I just where... stopped when it started feeling like a chore where it was like, oh, I want to play Animal Crossing. But then it was like, oh, man, I got to do this and do that and collect this and plant that. And once I started being able to move or like um, whatever it is, excavate and like raise the earth and and you know change the terrain like that was super fun at first but then it got to be too much where i was like oh man i really want to like design the perfect terrain and then it was like uh, because it's kind of i kind of like you get a random island and you have to work around it um when you can just make it however you want it kind of like loses some of the appeal i guess also that if i recall correctly the ui for doing those kind of like terraforming things where like was just annoying enough that yeah it was like you didn't want to spend a ton of time doing it but yeah 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 you had to switch into like a whole different mode or something if i remember right but yeah i wonder what my animal crossing people are up to nowadays they're probably just Um, sitting around waiting for you to return yeah um are you still in the tutorial i think so it's cool how you can it's like uh clash royale but with like a vertical scrolling battlefield Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess I'd be curious to see how, like, presumably you can, like, build a deck with your different guys, right? I mean, like, yeah, yeah, you do like um, build out a deck. Yeah, I don't know. This is neat, though. I uh, particularly, particularly if it's being synced to my battle net for achievements and similar. Yeah, <laughs> but the graphics it seems like are... it is like really good i mean like it it's you know you can tell it's a a blizzard game yeah Um, the uh fit and finish on it is like really good yeah which you expect from them so well i'll be spending more time on this one for sure nice um what was the game you want me to oh let me switch app store accounts back to yeah if uh keep Keep that password handy because I feel like maybe one time it asks you for it if there's an update to something, but after that it just updates and doesn't ask. Hmm, um, okay. I can't really figure out exactly when or why it asks, but occasionally it will. Probably on some like random update or something, like you're saying. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, cool. Um yeah. Stone Story RPG is one I've been playing a lot too, although not so much in the last few days, but I got really sucked into it in the beginning and um man it's just a really clever game it's very much it's like a active idol game i guess i would call oh, it which, okay which sounds yeah. silly but um it's kind of true like you um do you know those games like um post night is the one that comes to mind but you would like have a little dude and you'd outfit him with weapons and and special abilities and yeah, then you'd like yeah, yeah, yeah. play a level and he would run through the level and you would like maybe do something um to help him out along the way but for the most part he's like auto battling people he comes across and you would try and get through the level um that's kind of how this game is like you pick a location and your little dude just wanders and he collects resources and he battles any enemies he comes across mm. but you can like stop anytime you want and change weapons or change items or whatever. So, and you actually really have to, like you can't just let him go do his own thing. Like you need to be actively minding what's going on or you're going to have a bad time. And um, I don't know. I'm just finding it's like a really great mix of like not paying attention to something, but paying enough attention that it's not just a a clicker. Um, My only big gripe with this game is I wish it was in portrait. I would play it way more stone story um, rpg yeah it seems but weird. it's really it, cool like, it seems like a odd decision to make this landscape if it's a progress game 
Yeah, it launched on Steam first, and I think it was developed for mm-hmm. Steam initially. And so I don't know what would go into having to like oh. rejigger everything. But speaking of Steam, how do you think Rolando is going to do on Steam? That's a good question. I um, I want to know how they change the controls, right? Because we're not going to be like spinning our Steam decks around, or yeah. if you're playing on a monitor or something, you're not. You know, Rolando is very much a game where you move your device around and rotate it and stuff so they had to adapt it to regular controls and i'm kind of curious to see how that turned out but beyond that um it's such a good platforming game like i think it will be i'm I'm excited to try it specifically on steam deck and they mention like it works great on steam deck yeah. um so yeah i i that's supposed to be coming like pretty soon they're going to try and get us a build of it too so um yeah i just um... check it out I don't. Know, I mean, Rolando is such a good platformer that I just hope that it doesn't get hit by like the Steam kiss of death, where like people realize that it's a mobile game. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I guess out of any mobile game, at least you're like one of the best ones ever made, and yeah. you're like a real game that launched at a price even back in the day. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you have that going for you. But yeah, somebody will look at it and be like, "What are these circles? This is stupid." Um, and not realize that it's really a brilliant game. So. Yeah, it kind of looks like there's like some like mouse interactions, maybe like it. Yeah. At like, I don't know, 35 seconds or so in the trailer, it's like you mm. make a bridge and it mm-hmm. looks like there's some little like crosshair visible. So I wonder. Yeah. wonder if that's kind of the well, it's, it's, sauce. It's a game that was very, very, very much designed for the unique stuff of the iPhone like the accelerometer and the touchscreen. And you do a lot of things that you use those things to their fullest. So like, it's kind of like the Zelda game, like it was designed to be a motion game. So how you adapt that to regular controls, I'm pretty curious to yeah. see. I'm sure it's not. I mean, I guess fine. the benefit that Hand Circus is working with is like that Rolando as a game just looks really good. You know, it's yeah. and, and, and screenshots well and, yeah, the trailers always look good and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's interesting, man. It's it kind of blows my mind to think that like um, Rolando was like, you know, the NG Moco darling, right? Like, right. how long ago is yeah. that? Jesus Christ. Dude, over a decade, because it was Forever. like 10 years when they released the remake. And that was yeah. 2019, I think. So yeah, pretty bananas. Uh, Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, Rolando yeah. Steam. Um, what other gaming stuff? I feel like last episode of our show, we didn't talk about a single game thing. Um, now we're talking about games. That's cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, I was trying to sell everyone on uh, installing the, the beta. Which oh, I yeah, the iOS 7. I still have not done that. I don't know if that's... Uh, if anyone listened to me, probably not. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's... Uh, I'm really excited to get deeper into this Warcraft game. I think that's going to probably be the what I fuck around with most this weekend. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. What, else, what other interesting news stories you got that you want to talk about? Uh, I looked over. Nothing really popped out of me. I don't know. Got another ranking list. Best Mega Man games on Switch. That's pretty oh, cool. That's cool. Oh, actually, we can talk about this. It, this uh, Mikhail posted this today. Um, Turtle Beach, who makes like headsets and stuff for PC. Um, they're releasing their Atom mobile game controller, which I want to say they released on Android already. Um, but I don't think it ever was made for the iPhone. Um, it's kind of interesting. Like um, the design of it, I think is pretty cool. Like it's hard to get me to care about anything. That's not the backbone. Cause I love the backbone so yeah. much. And it's, it's like, it's already like pretty small, right? Like it doesn't seem like it is, but it, it's, I've thrown it in backpacks. It's really slim compared to a lot of other controllers like i just don't it's easy to take with you and not really care about but if i could change anything at all if it was if you could collapse it somehow and make it even smaller that would be better um and so this atom controller does that like it's two completely separate pieces and um you flip one of them over and they kind of fit together kind of like tetris pieces and make like a little square and then you pull those pieces apart and it's two sides of the thing that holds your phone. And because it's completely separated, they the controller pieces themselves connect to each other over Bluetooth. Low latency, brand new Bluetooth, whatever. Yeah, that's um, cool. and, and it also connects to the phone that way too. So there's no 
lightning port or, or USB-C ports or anything like that. There is a USB, there's like a charging port on the controller, but I don't think it can charge your phone or anything like that. I think it's just for charging the controller, but um, yeah, it's just interesting to me because it's like, that's kind of cool. And if it's truly like no latency, like that's cool. Um, and it allows them to not, cause even, even controllers where the two parts, you know, come apart, there's like a weird ribbon between them or something to, you know what I mean? They have to yeah, be connected yeah, yeah, somehow yeah. and it's always kind of jank. Um, so just having two completely separate pieces that just snap together when you're not using them, that's kind of cool. But I just don't know that I trust Bluetooth for something is that you need like instant, I mean, you know, not? uh, reaction stuff for, for physical controls. And then that's something else I love, really love about the backbone is that, um, it has a lightning port. You slide your phone in, your phone just knows. Are you, you suggesting... have a controller attached? that you're like the flash or something and you, you can de- no. your human perception is <laughs> below Bluetooth latency time. No, but it's funny because um, you'll see stuff like that. Like people will test these controllers and be like, what's the latency? And they have like the crazy, like thousand frames a second, high speed cameras oh, and yeah. they'll press the button. And then you'll see on the screen when Mario jumps and it's like imperceptible probably. Right. But I feel like that stuff too. Um, even if you can't like pick it out, it might be affecting you without you even really noticing it, especially for something that's like if you're trying to play Meat Boy or something that's like very precision demanding. Um, but no, in general, I don't really notice that stuff. But I also, I do love that. I, I It's hard to get back into wanting to connect a Bluetooth device to my phone oh, yeah. to play no, a for game. Sure. That's a pain in the ass. Like that's a small um like they need to do know, the no i'm with you they need to do like the magic that they did with like the um like airpods and stuff but with controllers yes. like that yeah. would be super cool 100 percent. Right? and that's um, i mean apple needs to make a controller that does that i would be very happy but well what's, yeah, what's surprising that... to me though is that there's still apparently a market for these third-party controllers because like when mm-hmm. um when they added support for the playstation xbox controller i was like okay well it's game over for Anyone that is making a third party controller yeah. is just smoke now because like that was always like the common complaint, right? Is that like, yeah. it's like you okay, have like, these really good controllers? Yeah, or, or you already have it, or it's like, okay, well, you can get the Steel Series uh Stratus, which was like the best controller you could get at the time, but it's still just like I don't know, just a little jankier than oh yeah, like a PlayStation controller, you know. Well, plus it's a hundred bucks and a and really yeah, good quality right. Xbox or PlayStation controller is like 60. So hard to justify but um yeah i um i mean the backbone's 100 bucks too um so it's like i don't know these stupid things aren't cheap but i've used this more dozens of times over more than any other iphone controller i've had like i've tried so many of them over the years and um be like cool yeah this one does work really good but for whatever reason whatever barriers of connecting it or charging it or whatever have prevented me from really like using it using it and this one was different because it's just like i'm just gonna slide my phone in real quick boom it knows i have a controller connected it's char it's powered through yeah. my I mean, phone you're, like you're also a no case weirdo though so i feel like most that's people true too don't yeah like, case people are um case people are weird because like to but, me um, this this <laughs> thing would be more appealing because because you don't need the deal with the whole like oh the lightning port has to fit in like perfectly that's true too and a lot of people have these backbones where the lightning port snapped or broke because it's kind of not super elegant uh, once you learn how to really get it in there correctly it's not a big deal but like a lot of people i know if you put it in lightning first and then try to like oh, wedge the top yeah, in sure you're gonna do some bad things and eventually this thing can break off that was a common complaint with this controller so um i don't know i also if there's a USB-C iPhone this year, like that's kind of my backbone becomes useless if I get a new iPhone. So um, I don't know, but I, I just, the, the ease of connecting just by having a direct connection that way. And also never having to worry about charging this thing. Um, it's just really nice. It's just like slip it in and, and go and play games and then take yeah, slip it out no, and I you're done. It's definitely totally get it. Just, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll see, but this Atom controller, um, it's a cool design. Like I, I, I like that people are still designing these things, you know, (laughs) 
Um, and I guess, you know, people want them because so many Apple Arcade games use controllers and um, there's so many like streaming things now, Netflix games. I mean, there's a lot of way more than at any other time. There's games that use that have controller support on mobile. Um, it's almost like semi expected now, I think that a game will work with a controller. Um, so, I mean, there's like endless things you can do with something like this too. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool. So this, this guy will be 80 bucks and it comes out on September 11th. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it seems cool. I would be interested in checking it out, but like, it's going to be really hard to dethrone the backbone for me. Is well, I guess, I mean, I guess it depends if you end up getting a new iPhone and the backbone no longer works, right? That's, <laughs> I mean, I'm for sure. Um, it, you know, to be honest, like if I, if that happens and then backbone comes out and it's like, cause I, they have an Android version now, I think that's USB-C. So I don't think it would be super difficult to be like, here's the USB-C backbone that also works with the new iPhone. I'd spend a hundred bucks on one. I don't care. I would, I use it enough that I would justify that. Oh but, yeah, it does. It does come with USB-C. That'd be interesting. I wonder if they will like offer a firmware update for the Android one to work with the iPhone. I would or imagine so. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe I should sell this one. Interesting value. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm definitely super jazzed to get the next iPhone if it actually does have USB-C. Though I'm, I am God. ready to live a one cable lifestyle. That actually, so you, that reminds me too, we talked about the new Beats headphones um, mm -hmm. and like thinking about it now, my phone and my, and these headphones are the only ones, the only things that use lightning um, that I own. So yeah, if the phone drops out, then it, the only thing I'll have a lightning cord for is the, these headphones, which that's right like that's not gonna fly i don't want to do that so that sucks. although i heart i don't i have to charge these like once a month or something so it's not crazy yeah. but um but uh so we talked about the beats when they came out and um i was like yeah i, I i'm really happy with the beats fit pro the little earbuds i'm mm -hmm. happier with those over the airpods because functionally they do all the same things and they connect the same and they auto switch the same and so all those things i loved about the airpods but i didn't like the fit I still have with the Beats version, but they actually fit my ears and are comfortable and I can wear them for forever. Um, so that's like why I, I have those instead of an AirPods version. Um, so when the Beats, those new Beats solos or what are their studios, um, the over ear new Beats that just came out a couple weeks ago, I was like feeling like, okay, I, I wouldn't mind moving on from these just for all those same reasons, right? Like it would be, um all the same connection stuff but just like a a better fit or i don't know these are pretty comfortable too but um and not having a lightning connector would be a, a huge upgrade but then i started looking at them they don't have the w1 chip or whatever they're called they don't have they H1 don't, thought, chip. They don't they... have that chip no, no it's just bluetooth and no. so i was like come yeah. on really i was looking it up so it it does it does do, I don't think it auto switches, but I think it does auto connect to things you've already connected to, which the Sony XM 4000, whatever their noise canceling over your headphones I had before I had these, um, which are great, super comfy, awesome. They did something kind of similar too, where you could connect up to two devices and switch between them pretty easily. So it was like my Mac and my uh, iPhone, I think were the two things I, I mostly switched between, but um, but yeah, when you get, when I got these and it did the Apple switching stuff or my beats pro it's, you, you can't go back. Like it's too, it feels archaic to like try and like manually connect a Bluetooth headphone, which yeah, sounds that's... so stupid, but, um, so yeah, these beats things don't have it for some reason, which I think is crazy, but they, they market it as, um, it doesn't matter if you have iPhone or Android, it does all the same stuff. So it's not like, oh, extra better for iPhone people because we're Apple makes these basically. Um, so I don't know if that's a reason why or a cost thing, or maybe they're just saving that for the the new AirPods Max to have it be like an Apple only type thing. I don't know. But yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> if the iPhone switches out, then I'll have one lightning device left and I'll be eager to get rid of it. Well, I don't know. 
I uh, my uh, AirPod Pros are I feel like on their last leg. They're kind of starting to do the thing where it's like they're getting crackly and stuff. And oh yeah, you didn't you send them in and have them replaced for that before? This is the third pair I have, and they're out of warranty now. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm just gonna surely they'll get refreshed. Uh, at least have a USB C case, maybe. So I think so. Um, We'll see that uh you should i want to say that apple will fix that even if it's out of warranty if you tell them that that's the problem because it was like a manufacturing flaw but it it might be something worth checking in because if they send you a brand new pair or something then you just sell them as brand new and then buy whatever the next ones are well so when they've sent me uh replacements in the past they just replaced the actual airpods themselves and not the case so like, oh, interesting. I, I still have my original case, which this thing is so ratty and beat up. It's like not even funny. <laughs> so you're just ready anyway for a brand yeah, new, I mean, I'm, a whole I'm, new fresh world. I'm good to uh, go. I get that. Uh, oh, my throat's starting to hurt. This means right. we've been talking for like an hour. So yeah, it's, uh, it's probably it's time to wrap things up. Good job process. on talking about video games, though, this week. Pat ourselves yeah. on the back. Gaming podcast yeah. that talked about gaming. I don't know. Yeah. It's a pretty crazy concept. Um, so thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. And please check to please check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash touch arcade and do your Amazon shopping through toucharcade.com forward slash Amazon or send us an email. Still no emails another week. No emails mm-hmm. feeling a little left out. Podcast at toucharcade.com. Send us an email about anything at all that you want to talk about um so yeah with all that thanks again for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode of the touch arcade show see ya